Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have our top 10 of 2023. We're really excited to start this new year with the top 10 from last year. So let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Was Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I am the co founder of Education Was Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of students in desperate and difficult situations. And our goal for this podcast is to keep all of our dear listeners, sponsors, and supporters, and friends all over the world about to what is happening with our ministry here in Ecuador. Because you are our ministry, and we can't do it without Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay! It is January 1st, 2024. What? I know. How is that even possible? I have no idea. I, I feel that I'm I'm still like in the middle of the quarantine <laughs> working <laughs> and then suddenly I'm already here with two summers with presential teams. Right. Remember we were doing virtual teams Remember at some that, point? That's why uh, the Hubcast started is because it right. was it was a, a virtual world and we needed a way to communicate and here we are. Season four. Season four. Happy. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, 2024. Um, well, we are uh, just going to take advantage of riding this Happy New Year train. Um, mm. uh, I was re- and do okay. Here's a whole sentence: Happy New Year, train, and uh, we're going to do the top ten of 2023 as we look back. But I do want to kind of set this up uh, through the lens of why it's important to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is fun or trendy or on your Spotify or who knows where the American <laughs> bandstand, if anyone remembers what that is. There was always this concept of the top 10. However, I um, have recently been doing a Bible study, uh, a Bible study podcast, which I uh-huh. love. Um, Bema, B-E-M-A, Bema Discipleship, um, Marty Solomon. And we just, we, because I'm very much a part of it, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, looked at all of Deuteronomy and the message, like the, the, there are two big takeaways for Deuteronomy in the middle of all of those rules. And it just seems like such a, a dry book of the Bible, but it says over and over again, remember and do not forget and remember and do not forget and remember mm-hmm. and do not forget. Mm-hmm. And this kind of this flywheel of what remembering does for us in our spiritual journey and our faith. Um, it's really easy to get caught up in the, the day to day. And uh, it is important to be present in the present. We don't want to live in the past, and we don't want to live in the future. We want to be present, but it is important to remember what God has done um, because it gives us the energy and the fuel to continue to trust to move forward. So I am excited to frame this top 10 in the spirit of Deuteronomy (laughs) and the spirit of remembering all the things that God has made possible over this last year. And, you know, when you look at oh gosh, it's January 1st. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. How can I possibly remember last year? Um, It was just really good 
for me, for the two of us to sit down and remember all the things that have happened starting last January, January 2023. It is a beautiful uh, opportunity also to be specific about what to thank God and what to pray for Him, uh, pray to Him for next year. Mm -hmm. So it is a wonderful uh, opportunity also that we can get to do this with all of our dear listeners, and we can share with them all what they have already heard in a sense, right? Because from our quarterly updates and from the the previous episodes of our Hopecast, we kind of mentioned some of these things, but we want to be very intentional in just mentioning out the top 10 moments from last year Mm -hmm. that are very, very good and very... We're just very excited and thankful for each one of them. It's true. And some of them are in chunks. And the reality is is we could have lots of conversation of what order these should go in. Mm -hmm. So don't pay attention to the order as much (laughs) as we pay attention to the heart of it. Um, The first, I think, I I start to think about last winter, last January, February, um, and going into spring, March and April. We had seven spring teams Mm-hmm. which is unheard of. Yep. I mean, that's a huge number of teams. We have five this year, but the seven teams that came last year, part of it, I think, was the end of COVID phenomenon. People right, just really right. ready to get out. But I think back and, you know, Bishop Ben Tanguli, who was here from uh, the Equals Age Ministry in Kenya, mm-hmm. and we got to share life with him here and Bishop uh, Richards, Daniel Richards was here from Upper South Carolina, um, St. Mary's in Richmond, Virginia, um, dear, wonderful people from uh, Upper South Carolina and North Carolina, especially shout out to Camp Tonawanda, um, Grace Camden, Sewanee, Winston-Salem Fellows. Um, we had seven teams come and be a part of this ministry, and it was just huge. That was a very, very incredible and special um, experience. We always talk about how a relationship is important, but we don't understand what, where does that take us? And through that team, I can definitely tell you that I got a huge different experience mm-hmm. and a huge different perspective on our relationship with clergy, mm. with the local clergy and with the international clergy, mm. with the teams coming down. Um, and it was really cool to see someone like Bishop Richards being incredibly intentional that he's a bishop. He doesn't have to do things like this, coming and having a mm-hmm. relationship, but he just wanted. And he came also because he was very committed to visit and to support our bishop down here, mm-hmm. you know, bishop his ministry. So because of their relationship, there's just many other things happening with Bishop Richard's clergy mm-hmm. and with Bishop Juan Carlos clergy. Mm-hmm. So connection. understanding that, understanding that, seeing that made me also get the profound meaning into what we do with clergy. Mm-hmm. We have, and this is mainly mainly my part of the job, is to continue with the relationship and the pastoral care for all those that are leading others and understanding that Equal Sage brings hope truly not just through the financial support, but through the spiritual development and the spiritual education that we have, that is huge. Mm -hmm. And the first people that have to be blessed from that is not just the people, the recipients of the scholarship, is the people that leads them because they are the ones that Mm -hmm. know their need and they are the ones that understand who their people are. So just being part of that team that brought all this to my mind, even in in some other participants that were not clergy, like Anne, um, 
Ann Miller, because oh, mm-hmm. we had her here in the podcast right after that team. Uh-huh. It was a, a shocking moment for me to realize how God calls us also to take care of clergy while they keep on serving. And while they care for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one spring teams, two are summer teams. We Ooh. had a full summer. Um, just incredible to see what was happening. Three teams in block one and two teams in block two and four teams in block three. Just really, um, it's humbling and exciting to get to see uh, see people give of their lives, mm-hmm. give of their time, give of their resources to come. It's a, it's a big effort. Yeah. And it's not just that they come. Is their hearts that they come with. Mm-hmm. They were coming, like I, I remember from last summer, hearing from at least three different leaders. We are here for you. Mm-hmm. We want here, we are here so that we can serve you. How, what can we do? Like I remember trying to do schedules and asking them, what are your expectations? What do you want? What do you guys want to do? And their answer would be, we want to go there for you. You Mm -hmm. tell us what you need us to do. We are incredibly excited to just be able to support you while you keep on doing the ministry. So that is, we're very, very thankful. And as you said before, Cameron, right after the pandemic, knowing that there's people that still want to come and want to be part of what we do, not just come and do, not just come and live, not just come and take, but come and live and do with us and be part of what we do. That is a huge blessing. We're very thankful for every single team of summer 2023. And we, of course, we can't do any of these summer teams without uh, number three in our top 10 list, which is our interns and the intern program. Um, There are always going to be bumps when you uh, pull people to live in close quarters and intentional community development and discipleship. And incredible to watch these young people grow, Um, watch them face their mistakes and how they're going to move forward with those, but also to dig deep and find their leadership and that they have a voice and they have a way to impact the world and they can encourage each other. I, I love that part of our program, our internship mm-hmm. program, that they, they work hard, but then they're poured into hard and that makes their ability to just be human <laughs> that much better and a person of faith. It is our privilege to walk with them uh, through all of what God does in them and through them. But it is incredible also to be able to be for them when they need us too, um, as they have been for us. I I need to, we we have some of our interns from last year here in the podcast too, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, but I just need to to mention one that was really special to my heart and supporting me in things that I didn't know how to do, like my visa paperwork for for Costa Rica. So that you could go be a part of the the Equals H pilgrimage Uh and help support leadership because we don't have any staff on the ground in Costa Rica. So it was really important for your body to be in Costa Rica to provide leadership for team. Right, and because of how summer is, I was just so overwhelmed by so many different things, teams and schedules and all that that I was not able to even understand what was the paperwork about until Naser came and helped me. So I'm we just We love you Naser. We, we know you. you listen you're listening and we love you. <laughs> and we thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for you being willing not just to come and learn but also wanting to truly serve and support us. That was 
something very special to me, and I'm very thankful for it. And we love all of our interns. Number four um, is this partnership we had Rusty Bland on recently, but this partnership, this budding partnership with Kehi, Kehi Food Distributors, just an incredible company, mm-hmm. faith-friendly company, but that that the company would allow... Um, not only allow, but desire that all of their employees work, serve cross-culturally so that they can understand how how big the world is and but how deeply we're connected and their desire to to tie into their foundation and then do grants that allows places like um, Casa Gabriel to they're in the process of creating a cafe um, to have job, opportunities for the boys in the house. I mean, they're, they've just come alongside us in beautiful ways and that their leadership has chosen one of their vice presidents, two of their vice presidents have shown up in Ecuador three times in the last calendar year. Like, how do you, wow. Thank you. How do you you. do that? How do you do that? And thank you. So, um, okay. He is definitely number four. Um, uh, number five, <laughs> Christmas cards. Dun, dun, dun. I know that everyone's already taking their tree down. Maybe some of you will leave it up until January 6th for Epiphany. I can always hope that we'll follow the liturgical calendar in that. But Christmas cards feel like a lifetime ago, but the pain is so real. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a privilege to be able to connect through through the cards through with all of our sponsors, mm-hmm. um, and be able mainly to just say thank you, a big fat thank you a for your help. Because you. we evidently would not be able to do anything, and, and but we don't the, exist without sponsors. Right. We don't exist without the people who say we want to pour into the life of a student in a desperate and difficult situation. And I I joke and I tease that it's it's just not my favorite part because administration is not my most favorite part, but we all have to suck it up and do things we don't like. And I actually love Christmas cards. I love handling in my hands 671 thank you notes to specific people who are causing life change. Yeah. And we say it because that was my point from one side of the perspective. We say it all the time here in our Hopecast. But that is the moment where we can get to hear from the kids themselves. Mm-hmm. And even from a very young age, they understand that they are receiving grace from God through someone that is sponsoring mm-hmm. a micro scholarship for them. So this is the incredible intentional moment to just be in silently, silently saying thank you for all those opportunities. And we hope that um, you guys understand that and receive that as well. Um, and that is a great transition into number six, which is just life change in general. Like we get to see this and we have a front row seat of people's lives changing. For example, Luis, I mean, he oh. he sat in the studio and shared for four episodes the story of his life and the hurt and the abandonment and just the deep traumas and tragedies that he has experienced, but to sit with him, he is like, he just smells like Jesus. Like he doesn't drip anger or frustration or victimness. He just, he knows he's loved. He knows that he's valued. And that is something that only God can bring. And to watch that life transformation happen for Luis and for others. 
and and I have heard from many people from the states that they love that those episodes where he's telling his story. Just the fact that he is coming with us and sharing every single detail of his story, and he's not restricting himself into telling us everything about it, is just a huge fruit from everything that he has gone through. Um, just all the healing that has brought to him. I have. I wanted to share this with all, all of our dear listeners because people here in Ecuador were very shocked that he would actually decide mm -hmm. to come and share this with us and that he's developing a relationship with us and mainly with you, Cameron. Just the fact that he is opening his heart to actually allow someone into his life is something that but was he very different. Have to. He doesn't have to. And we are, no one is telling him to. So just the fact that he's willingly doing that is a huge proof of the fruit that God has given us. Praise God. Um, and I think about uh, some of Brenda's stories and the medical things that she's getting to do, especially Brittany and, and that terrible, terrible case of lice, that we, we get to be a part of that. And there's so many wonderful people in the world who want to do something good. Mm -hmm. And I am just so grateful that we get to be a part of that. Um, we can't do it by ourselves. We keep saying that every every opening of this podcast, we can't do this by ourselves and that people come alongside and do it with us. And they are the they are the heroes that make this possible. Mm -hmm. So does that life change? Um, number seven, uh, last February, we had the chance to do um, Equals Age Strategic Planning. Um, we want to give a huge shout out to our executive director, Celeste Bundy, and all that she does. That, that girl, that woman, she is amazing. <laughs> um, I'm not sure she sleeps. I think she works <laughs> like 20 hours a day. But uh, she leading that process, getting uh, Paul Reichert to come and coach us through that again, the board members, the other people who came in to be a part of uh, that direction of making sure that we're on track, we're, we're going in the right direction, we're doing what we say we want to do. Um, it was just really wonderful to get to have that time together. Mm -hmm. um, number eight would be the essay revamp. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of change that's gone on, and, and it's been almost a year. Uh -huh. I think last January is when they started... Uh, which was, of course, formerly Casa Dalia, and now um, they've trimmed their name down, so it's a little less uh, cumbersome, but in Slavery Ecuador, SA. Uh, and just to see the work that they're doing so intentionally, uh, m even more of a focus reaching out to the women who are currently in prostitution and the difference that makes. And to get those Christmas cards yep. from those children, mm -hmm. um, many of whom don't even necessarily know what their mother does to try to put food on the table, um, that we are part of the healing process for those children and for those women um, and get to be a part of one. Essay has this, this their new um, model. We're going to have Hannah back on and explain mm -hmm. it because they've gone through even a few more revisions as they've like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Oh, that didn't turn out like we thought. Let's Let's keep innovating. Let's keep coming up with what's going to be the best way to reach these women in prostitution. Um, so Hannah will come back in and talk about that. But the getting to support these women and their children so that this cycle of poverty and that level of trauma does not have to be um, uh, a cycle that continues. Yeah, and, and it's incredible to see them doing this revamp while they are still working with these women. 
Uh, it's not like they stopped doing it. They just continue and were even more intentional to go further with what they were doing. So we're very, very thankful that we're at least one tiny little part of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, number nine uh, is a shout out to John Allen, who is, we've had him on. He and his wife are part of our staff here in Ecuador, and he is our ad- team's administrator and mm-hmm. uh, and but he has just taken it upon himself. He's a maximizer. If anyone <laughs> knows the uh, strengths finders, um, he's a maximizer, and he wants things to be the best they can be. And he's like, wait, there's so many more churches out there that need to know about equals age. And he took it upon himself to just cold call. <laughs> I don't know how many churches across multiple states and sending out emails. And every time I talk to him, he's just had a Zoom meeting with a new project manager Manager who's retiring, wants to do this. Like he is, he's creating that relationship uh, and that network even further afield and just really thankful for him and his gifts and skills and ability. And he's also the one who uploads the podcast uh, to get it into your favorite podcast <laughs> apps. So um, a shout out to John. And then last but not least, number 10 is just this podcast in general. The fact that we are in season four, we kind of started at this beginning of the show, but we are in season four. We've done over a hundred episodes of helping people stay connected to the ministry here in Ecuador. So I just, I'm excited about that. And it's a a crucial part of what we do Mm -hmm. and a a way to stay connected, that relationship part that we keep talking about. And we're mainly very, very thankful to everybody that is still connected to the podcast. Uh, There has been very good comments of what we do, but mainly there's many people that are thankful for understanding even further of, of um, you know, the details of what we do. And we're just very thankful because we do this for you. We, we really want to be able to connect you guys with everything that we do and with all what happens backstage from what you think that you that you see or you know from, from our ministry, right? There's way other details that probably we can share with everybody that comes down on a team, but not everybody is able to come down in a team. So we're just mm-hmm. very thankful that we can share all these details with everybody. Mm-hmm. And of course, the unsung um, part that is woven into all of this is the 671 students mm-hmm. that we are supporting this year, their families, their churches. Um, that is the top of any top 10 list. So there are Yapa, our bonus. <laughs> if you would like to financially be a part of this ministry, please go to educationalshope.org. There's a donate button on the main page, or you could look for the where we work and find the Ecuador page. And then those donations from the Ecuador page would come straight here to Ecuador. Thank you so much for being a part of our life. Here's a ha- Here's to a happy, happy 2024. Thank you and bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.